This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to another Star Wars in Character Best of Fives crossover extravaganza. I'm Is that your thing when we do these crossovers? That's right, you gotta go. The fanfare, right. I forgot, it was so long ago we did that other one, I forgot all about it. Thanks for reminding me. Um, I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my Star Wars in character co-hosts, Chris. Hello. And Tim. Hello. To count up the best five movies featuring a Star Wars actor who is not listed in the first ten cast members on IMDb.com. What? (laughs) It's a mouthful. So, we uh, were shooting around some ideas for something special to do and a little best of fives kind of plug so hopefully you'll tune in over at uh, best of fives on neozaz.com and on itunes where we have tons of list shows on all kinds of topics um, but not too many star wars ones so we're doing a little crossover cross promotion kind of thing here and uh, we started talking about this best five movies featuring star wars actor well that left left things open like really wide open so tim as he often does has I to add a uh, caveat. He has to add a caveat and make uh, a complex set of rules. And in this case, it wasn't that complex. But what we had to do was go on IMDb, and we were not allowed to choose any actor that was in within the first ten cast members in the the full cast listed, uh, which cuts out tons. Of, I got. I think forty names is what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah, okay. Basically, uh, the the reason for that is like we'd all put like Indiana Jones. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Indiana Jones is going to show up on some of this because a lot of the actors from Star Wars show up in Indiana Jones. But like, if, if we had, if we had to choose from Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams, I think that we would have a lot of the same movies crossing over. And I didn't think that I didn't think the show would be that interesting. But I think if we have to go with some of the lesser known, it'll make the choices a little more interesting. And also, we'll probably surprise. People with oh they were in that. Is that the, the sound there? They are they were yeah. in that. Yeah, they were in that. <laughs> That's the average Star Wars and character fan. How come there's not a new episode out this week? You sound like Richard Kind. <laughs> <laughs> he does from Spin City and Gotham. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> I need to talk. I need to talk with the mayor. This, this underbite. <laughs> this underbite. Yes. So uh, that's basically the idea, and I'll, and I'll go first because I did also stay away from people. I mean, I, I did the ten people thing, obviously, but I also tried to stay away from people, even if they weren't in the ten, who would become big stars later, and stayed away from Indiana Jones just to make it more challenging for myself. I mean, this list could have been very easy to do, but I, I like to make it more challenging, and I tried to stay with obscure actors since we talk about obscure characters but that's, that's just the way i did it i mean everybody was open to their own 
interpretation. A better way than when I did it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no. But and, and also for very the very same reasons that Tim said, I, I kind of wanted us that our list to be a little bit different. Um, I still think there's going to be some repeats, but we'll see how it goes. My number five is, I guess if I had to pick a favorite Star Wars personality that we have come in contact with doing the show over the past, I don't know, how long has it been? Five years? I have no idea. Actually, actually, I've been over six years. We've been doing the show for almost six and a half years. It's almost seven years, whatever it is. <laughs> We've talked to a bunch of people, you know, either in person or over the phone, through texts or emails. And this guy, I guess I, I might say he's my favorite, other than some of the people who we've really gotten to know personally. And Chris, you got to meet this guy. I set, I set this whole interview up, and you got to talk to this guy, and I think he was just delightful. And the guy is Mark Dodson. Hey. Yes. Yes. And, and that would mean, because Mark Dodson is who he is, my number five is Gremlins. Yeah. Wow. I think growing up, Gremlins, other than Star Wars and Back to the Future, Gremlins was probably my favorite movie when I was a kid. And I have fond memories of that movie. I came home from that movie, and my dear sweet mother sat on the couch with me for an hour, and I recounted every second (laughs) of that movie to my mother. And she sat and listened, probably bored out of her mind, but let me do it, because that movie fascinated me as a kid and mark dotson was a participant more so actually in gremlins 2 but he did work on gremlins on the original gremlins which uh, is still one of my favorite movies and i watch it every christmas and it's kind of good to know that this guy that we sort of know he even participated in our band episode our very very dirty band game show i reached out to him like hey would you throw some answers in here he did it you know he didn't need to do that (laughs) So I love Mark Dodd. And, and now he regrets it. He's like, oh, God. Yeah, we haven't heard from him since, but that's <laughs> yeah. okay. So my number five best movie featuring Star Wars actor is Mark Dotson in Gremlins. Now, let me let me ask you this. Did your mom go to see Gremlins with you? No. Okay. No. I was going to say, because if, if, if you had to go and be like, and then, and then on Christmas, her dad didn't come home, and then they found him later because it smelled. <sighs> and Phoebe Cates and boobs. no she never saw gremlins in her life she didn't need to i told her a whole damn thing Told the whole story (laughs) chris what's your number five um how excited were you when you heard about gremlins 2 the new batch i was excited and then insanely disappointed like everyone else (laughs) (laughs) you know what i have i have i've seen gremlins since it came out i have not seen gremlins 2 since it was in the theaters I don't Man. think anyone has. Yeah, <laughs> did that come out? That came out in '89, right? I think it did. Yeah, you know, and it might be worth a second watch now because they went a whole other direction with that. They went, they went silly and kind of poking yeah. fun at themselves, and they kind of went trendy and kind of out of the box. So maybe it was kind of ahead of its time. I don't know. Not it's that, worth another I'll shot. Go and see if I can find it on, like, if it's on uh, streaming on Amazon box. or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, Interesting thing about Gremlins, she came out on the same day as Ghostbusters. Well, Gremlins is far superior. <laughs> oh my god! I <laughs> think it's my turn now. You smell that? <laughs> yeah. Chris, what's your number five? My number five is what <laughs> is what dumb people do because 
I didn't pick ones that didn't, that's not from Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fine. It's everybody did what they wanted to do. It's, what, what it's, it was so simple after I saw these names. Number five, Julian Glover, Indiana Jones, and Last Crusade. I mean, yeah. I can't oh, say yeah. no more. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's probably, you know, besides Raiders, it's, it's probably my, my next favorite Indiana Jones movie. And, him and it was fantastic. Meeting him was fantastic. I regret not having my. What, I didn't even start my Indiana Jones um, poster signing yet, but you know, maybe one day he's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah he's in like Game of Thrones and stuff. Now. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, he, how, he still does. He still does uh, conventions. And- how long was it, honestly, when you realized that the main villain in Indiana Jones? And Last Crusade was General Veers. Like, how long did it take you? Because I didn't know this until we were way adults. I never yeah, knew that when I we were young. I had no idea either, yeah. It doesn't even look the same. Without that helmet on, you can't even tell it's the same dude. <laughs> yeah. Chris, it was, yeah. I Chris and I rode in a, uh, um airport shuttle in, in L.A. with him. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. We did. That's number five, Julian Glover, which he was also in Bond, I think, in uh, For Your Eyes Only, which I don't even know who he was in that one, but I'll have to check that out again. That's an excellent choice. Thank you, sir. Tim, what's your number five? My number five is from The Phantom Menace. It's, uh, and actually, most of my, most of my list, actually, my entire list is all prequel that, uh, characters, and almost all. Four out of the five are Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace is filled with people who went on to do other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five is Celia Imrie, oh. who played Bravo Five, uh, one of the one of the Naboo pilots. She's the female pilot, and uh, she's been in a bunch of things. But the first one that that uh, that popped up was uh, Calendar Girls. Yes. Because it was a bunch of cougars and silver foxes getting Helen, half naked. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And, and Celia Emery. Uh, and, and Celia Emery plays the. If Chris has never seen these movies, but Dave, I know you're a fan of I the Best not. Exotic Marigold Hotel. But she yes. plays the 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 slutty guest of the. Yeah. Hotel. She's like the uh, Rue McClanahan of yeah. uh, what was her name? Blanche Dubois. Yeah, she's 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 British <laughs> Rue. Yeah, and, and that yeah, but she, uh, but she's an honorable mention for me. Those best exotic marigold hotel movies, both of them are awesome. Mm-hmm. No way! How they they are so good. The first one more so than the other one than than the second one. Yeah, Richard Gere kind of spoils anything he lays his hands on, but. Uh, Dev Patel is so great. Yeah. And Judy Dench is the cast is is fantastic. Bill Nighy. Those exactly. movies are those movies are so good, Chris. Yeah. Chris is afraid of India. <laughs> he is terrified of India. Like the movie Lion that came out this past year that that was nominated for best act, so, so best picture. So I've seen mm-hmm. that. And Dev, and Dev Patel, I don't I don't remember I don't I don't know who won, but he was nominated for best actor. I'm like Chris, I saw line. It was really good. I'm never seeing that. I'm like, why not? It's is that such what a he good said? Movie. Is that what you actually? Casey Affleck beat him. Is that what? Is that what you actually said? I'll never see that. I, I might have said that. I, I'll check it out <laughs> if it's on cable. I'm not going to rush in theater to see Lion. 
You're afraid Indian of the dark, the dark continent of India? You're afraid? I am. Come on. Lion really? is a fucking amazing, fucking awesome movie. And Slumdog Millionaire. Chris will never watch that movie. I've seen He's that. afraid of it. I've seen that, and I thought it was boring as hell. No, <laughs> that's one of the, that's that's possibly one of the top five love stories of all time. Yeah. Not, I didn't love it at all. That and Brokeback Mountain. That I did love a lot, actually. <laughs> I love I love movies that are set in India, and I love Bollywood movies. They're they're some of the like, the most creative, best movies that you can watch. Best exotic marigold hotel. You gotta watch. Chris will watch them. No, watch it try, I tried to get Chris to watch the Hundred Foot Journey with Helen Mirren and Dev Patel. He will not watch it. Another great one. Never, no, that would be our, our <laughs> next podcast. We'll be watching top five Dev Patel movies. Chris, I haven't seen any of them. It's a whole other podcast. Chris watches movies set in India. <laughs> no. Now, granted, most Bollywood films are 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 relatively unwatchable uh, due to with our American standards, but Western films set in India are quite quite entertaining. Right. I'm going to take your word for it, Tim. Celia Emery. That's a good one. All right. She's got, she's got a she's got a spectacular rack for an older lady. And actually, you know what? This is this is a this this has to do with Celia Emery. Back when I would get autographs in the mail, I I got her autograph, and I I, I get index cards, and this is way before the May the Fourth thing became a thing. And she signed one of my index cards. This is going back 2000, like 2002, 2003. She signed it, May the 4th be with you. And I was like, that fucking stupid bitch. She doesn't even know that it's May the 4th. So she was ahead of her time. <laughs> so, so you thought she like, misspelled force? I thought, I thought that she seriously thought it was May the 4th be with you. <laughs> That's that's your tree octopus. Mm. That's funny. She was a trendsetter. It was. Mm. You owe her an apology. <laughs> I do. All right. That means back to me. This uh, this next one, my actor here is probably the. Uh, eh, I'd say my four and three. I actually break my own rule a little. And that this person is a little bit well-known. Still not by any means an A-list actor. I'm talking C-list probably. But my number four, the actor is Warwick Davis. And I chose, in my opinion, the greatest of the Harry Potter movies. In Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That's a good one. <laughs> Do you remember what happens in that one, Chris? I, uh, kids were were at a college with wizards, and something happened. And no nose guy came, and and that's how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite of the Harry Potter franchise. It's when it really started to me get to get going because it was still the whimsy, but then ends very tragically. I mean, is there spoilers with this? I mean, people know, right? People read you the books, yeah. Because right, well, the 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 tragic part is with uh, Cedric Diggory, who is uh, what's the dude's name from Twilight? Patterson. Yeah, yeah. With what happens with him? Uh, yeah, Warwick Davis is in all these as Professor Flitwick. I don't really care about him, <laughs> although he's very funny on Life's Too Short, which is one of the best shows that HBO has ever put out. That was a good show. And, 
He is excellent on it, and I know he's good at these conventions and stuff, but really, is Warwick Davis a star? Does anyone really know who he is other than Star Wars fans? Like, I mean, am I breaking my rule here? I guess Willow fans out there. I think he's more... I think he's more popular in 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 England. Uh, I think he's he's more of a household name in 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 the UK than than the US. All right. Yeah, I, I felt like I wasn't necessarily breaking my rule, but then I look back and it's like, well, he is in he is in a lot of stuff, and most of his stuff is Star Wars. <clears throat> I mean, he plays all these different characters. So, my number four is Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Very good. What do you think, Chris? I I let me check my list. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. No, no Harry Potter on my list. I'm good. But your list is incomplete. <laughs> well, uh, my number four. This gentleman passed away uh, October eighteenth, two thousand five. Um, a, a way back, born nineteen twenty-seven. He's bald. He's bald. He likes to say trays by Robert Frost. <laughs> he played a Krypton elder in Superman the movie. Very nice. And yes, he's, he's in actually- part part two, but is he's in Superman and one of those big shiny old uh, bald heads, you know, guilty one of those people. Um <laughs> But yeah, as soon as I saw John Hollis is not in the top 10 IMDb's, oh, Superman, done, move on. <laughs> Lobot. My list is so fucking simple. <laughs> no, your 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 choices are are solid. They're just kind of, you know, like what what is to be expected, but they're It's, yeah, it it's obvious for me. No, but it doesn't make it any less accurate and good, so. Well, I I would bet I would bet money that I think Dave and I will have the same number one. There's no way we have the same number one. What? No. I just lost money. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what's your number four? My number four is uh, Lindsay Duncan, who is the voice of TC-14 in The Phantom Menace, right at the beginning of the movie. like She's the, she's the silver C-3PO. It comes in and uh, she's the droid that they send to, to poison. Right. Uh, Qui Gon. But uh, she is, she's been, again, been in a bunch of movies, uh, but she is in Birdman, the movie with Michael Keaton. And she plays the, the bitch theater reporter that no matter how good. Michael Keaton's play is she is going to write a bad review for it because she does not believe that film and television actors should be on the stage. She thinks the stage should be for stage actors and <laughs> TV movie people should stay in TV and movies. I didn't, that's funny. I didn't, is that, I didn't is that, that's part of the, that's, I've never seen Birdman. Is that part of it? Like she's going to write just because he's a TV actor, she's got it in for him. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. She's a yeah, she's a she's a theater reviewer, and she basically tells him, "Doesn't matter how you you your your play could be the greatest play in the world. I am not going to give you. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear your play apart. I'm gonna destroy you before you even get started." That's funny. I bet that really happens. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. They, I mean, it, I'm, it's it's just like movie reviews. Like all these all these film film reviewers that refuse to give 
Adam Sandler a good review, no matter what his movies are, just because it's Adam Sandler. So I think I think it's it's like that across the board. You get people that have the these uh, uh, prejudices as they come in. She's in a movie right now. She's in Gifted. Yeah. Right now, the the movie with Captain America and the little girl. All uh, right. She plays the grandmother, the bitchy grandmother. And but she and she's been in um, uh, the. Uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff. She was in um, a lot of the uh, Bridget Jones diaries, uh, things like that. Uh, so she's been in a lot of stuff. I mean, if you look at her credits, it, it goes it goes back to the mid seventies. So she's been in a million things. But Birdman, Lindsay Duncan, very nice. All right, that's back to me then. And then this is the guy that uh, I guess breaks my rule more than anybody because he did become a major television personality, but he's not so much anymore. And he's really known for his voice more than anything else. <laughs> and of course, I'm talking about John Ratzenberger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So thinking back among all of the things that he's done, and it's such a great body of voice acting work, but to me, one stands out among all others and thank God, after all these years, it's finally getting a sequel. It's way a long time coming. Uh, and it's The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. Which, which I think is not only my favorite Pixar movie. I just think it's one of my favorite movies. That movie is so well done on every level. Brad Bird is a director's director like he can do anything he can do animation like the iron giant and the incredibles and he can do great action like you know mission impossible like this guy should be up there with the you know best best directors working today and i think he is and he belongs there um and ratzenberger as the underminer ends that they actually (laughs) made we uh my son and i on the xbox used to play they made a sequel to the Incredibles, uh, as a as an Xbox game, it was called uh, The Incredibles: The Rise of the Underminer, <laughs> and we used to play it. And it was Ratzenberger on the game. It was it was it was actually a lot of fun. Um, but I, in my opinion, that's the greatest thing that Pixar has done, and they've done a lot of great things, mind you. But that's my number one, Pixar, and it's my number three on this list. Excellent choice, Dave. Where right. is my super suit? <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't picking it for him because he's in the top ten on the uh, IMDb page. So I went with Ratzenberger. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Number three. Number three is obvious again for me. Um, I think this was from the uh, Attack of the Clones. He is in. Uh, he played Tion Medon. That is Bruce Spence, one of my favorite films of all time. He was the gyro captain in The Road Warrior. Yeah, that was a no-brainer for you. Yeah. <laughs> sure, they see that. I was like, pfft, cut, paste, print. Um, Does he do conventions? You guys get these autographs and stuff. Is he ever around? We've got, we got Bruce Spence. I got yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get him sign a Road Warrior stuff, though? Nah, I think I, I, think I had him sign uh, Star Wars. I think I think we got him at 
Celebration Three, if I recall. He's not a really yeah, because you know yeah, they didn't even. I don't think they they had any like real weird stuff at these Star Wars celebr you know at um Star Wars conventions. He's not a really good looking guy, <laughs> but he's one of my one of my favorite films of all time. So I he, he's he's made my list number three. So that's I'm shocked he's not number one. You know, but yeah, and Finding Nemo. Yeah, as as a shark, right, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Yeah. Yep. Everyone in Australia that's a dude, their name is Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that's simple. Who's next? <laughs> that that would be Tim. Number three. Number three is Rose Byrne, oh. and again, she's she's one of those actresses. She's done a bunch of awesome stuff since she was in episode two as Dorme. And it's kind of a toss-up between um, uh, X-Men First Class, where she plays Moira McTaggart, uh, and Get Into the Greek, where she has that, that uh, oh, I forget the name of the character that, she's, that she plays, but she's, uh, uh, she plays, I guess, the girlfriend of the main guy. Why am I blanking on his name? Russell Brand? Uh, Russell Brand, yeah. She plays Russell Brand's girlfriend. Like rock star girlfriend, and she she just sings a song, "The Ring Around My Rosie," and she's basically a song about her asshole. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> but she's, she's really a, funny. She is like in the in the neighbors movie, she's great. Yeah, um, you know she's she's been in so many great things, and but uh, X Men First Class, I think, is my favorite of her non Star Wars movies because that movie is just so freaking good. And there's a scene where she she gets basically in her skivvies and you're like mm, baby <laughs> and you didn't, even, you, didn't, you didn't even mention the thing that really made her famous is uh, bridesmaids yeah, yeah that's right bridesmaids yeah bridesmaids was her first uh, yeah that, that was her first uh big movie i guess for uh for us in the united yeah. states she's, she's i mean she was in a few other things but she's in all those conjuring things which are huge too yeah yeah, yeah. She is really yeah, cool. She's, she she's she she is actually, I think, a better comedic actress than serious actress. She was the villain in that other Melissa McCarthy thing, Spy. She was she's mm-hmm. fun. Then it wasn't a great movie, but she was funny. Like she, she does a good job. Tim loves Spy. I love Spy, and that might show up on on the list. What? Okay. You you like Bobby Cannavale? That's why <laughs> I do. And 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 Bobby Cannavale was sticking it to Rose Byrne. May still be. Really? They were having a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> They're just in. Bobby Cannavale, Rose Byrne, relationship. Sticking it. Eleven. <laughs> yeah. Blink, blink, blink. All right, that means it's back to me for what is, in my opinion, the second best movie featuring a Star Wars actor. And I went Chris's route. Chris? Yeah. You happy to hear this? I, I could not resist. But I did not pick John Hollis. I picked somebody that uh, that you actually talked to. Actually, that you and I both talked to. Another uh, Star Wars actor that we've had the pleasure of meeting, if you want to call it that, over uh, the internet. And had a, an interview with this gentleman, and it's Mr. Derek Lyons, oh. who was in Superman 2. A lot of is, Supermans. Yeah. Well, they were film, filmed in the same place, a lot of the same actors, 
but nothing is better than Superman two, and I mean both cuts. the The Richard Donner cut yeah. is fine, yeah, and uh, and I like the uh, theatrical cut as well. You can't go wrong, and uh, I mean we didn't mention. Well, I shouldn't say anything unless it's on Tim's list. The the other star of Superman two, also a Star Wars actor, but uh, I don't know if he's in the ten, the top ten on IMDb. But uh, yeah, Derek Lyons played like a I don't know, he was like a soldier or something like that. Right. Uh, so Superman two is my number two. Hmm. What about you, Chris? Well, the guy you said. Uh, who I'm sorry, the guy who you didn't say but hinted to is not in the top ten IMDb's. That's why he's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, Terrence Stamp, um, Chancellor Valorum, and yes, General Zod, and Superman one and Superman two. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> so you have Superman the motion picture as your four, and Superman two as your number two. Sure, yes, because he's in he's in two a lot more. Yes, yes. I, I couldn't I couldn't just yeah I gotta put him in there it's fucking General Zod General Terrace yeah. outside come on <laughs> yeah I didn't know if he was in the ten or not yeah as soon as I saw I think he maybe like might have been like eleven was it like eleven yeah yeah I was like done uh, <laughs> yeah. he just made it yeah he just made it and I told Tim we were just talking about this the other day if he was doing a convention holy fuck I would have to get Star Wars and Superman signed and Tim even questioned me because he. He got me a, a cool poster that he mounted on like um, styrofoam where I can't bend it, fold it, or do anything to it. And how would I get it to the West Coast on a plane? <laughs> You'd uh, have to check it. Oh, I don't know if I could. No? I don't know. You could mail it to the hotel where you're staying. I would probably maybe do that. And, yeah, because I, I got a bunch of people already on there. And it's like, I don't want to fuck it up and I'm losing, you know, for General Zod. Do you have Christopher Reeve? I have an index card of his. <laughs> <laughs> but I I did not meet him before he tragically passed. <laughs> and you laugh. My question was just a question. You turned it into something sinister. Yeah, you saw it. I wonder if I did meet him, if he could stand inside my poster. What you would do is you would you would you would uh, just have him kiss your poster with lipstick on. Put this lipstick on. No, do I, it. I was watching. I watched. <sighs> oh. I was watching. I taped some kind of like people top ten people who passed away or something, and he was on the list. And it was just so sad watching who he was and what he became. Become, and I was like, I was in tears. I was like, oh, look but, at this guy. But it doesn't stop me from making fun of him now. No. I wonder if at his table if he had some straws nearby. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're offending Tim. I'm sorry, offending, Tim. If you're offending Tim, you're offending listeners. You've crossed the line. Yes. Um, <laughs> I remember. I remember when you would do the thing with the straw. That's the a rumor. There's, there's no proof of that. <laughs> Matt, Matt I always brings Ter- that up. I think Terrence Stamp, other than Superman two, you know his best movie, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Yep. He's in like Damn. I saw. He's in. He's in like eighty-eight. He acted in eighty-eight things. He's in a lot of good movies. He's in the, like the Limey. The and, Limey. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. Cool. He's in Yes Man. <laughs> yeah, he's like the he's like the guru that that you know convinces him to say yes to everything. He yeah. he always shows up in like little things, and he's always great. He is. He really. And he's he's seventy-eight. It's like, <sighs> please do a signing in Telford. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I can see that happening. Yeah. That's Tim, what's two. your number two? My number two is the voice of Darth Maul, Peter Serafinowicz in Spy. One of um, Dave's favorites. He was, I forgot all about that. He was really funny in that. He <laughs> yeah. was like the cab driver, right? Uh, he was uh he or was agent yeah he was he was like agent susan cooper one day i will fuck you he's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was like a russian agent but he was yeah. like always hitting yeah he's he was really always funny that. and he's the new tick so uh he's he's really funny like if you if you were to bring up his list his comedy stuff is is fan freaking tastic and he he shows up he's in a movie right now that's out in theaters um uh going in style he plays he has it's a small role but that was uh, him yeah 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 he plays he plays the 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 deadbeat dad yeah uh but this guy i mean he's been in so many great things i mean he was in gardens of the galaxy and uh so many movies but he's he's hilarious he's he's such a great comedic actor um but, yeah. yeah, but him and Spy, he I mean, I love that movie. I think that movie is hilarious from beginning to end. Um, but yeah, he's he's the best part of that movie. I forgot all about him and that he is good. <laughs> he's good. He does like something similar in Couples Retreat. Like he just has like this small role and he just takes it over and and kills it. Um yeah, I mean, Couples Retreat, they have the, the what is it? The, the the Guitar Hero. The Guitar Hero, yeah. Them. He's the. I guess he runs the the couples retreat island yeah. or something like that. That's. Yeah. I saw that movie the one time, but yeah, he's he's, he's really great. He's like Jean Reno's uh, right hand man, and just yeah. like a yeah. Well, I might as well go and piggyback what you're saying because my number one, the greatest movie featuring a Star Wars actor that is not Indiana Jones or and all this kind of stuff features. Peter Serafinowicz, and oh. the movie, and the movie is Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, doesn't he? Is he play like the roommate? Is it, I forget who he plays in that. Yeah, he's Pete. He's he's uh, Shaun's roommate that uh, kind of hates them because they're kind of slackers and they play hip hop all night and they leave the front door open and they're just kind of assholes. And he's trying to be a responsible guy. And uh, well, stuff happens. So I don't know. Do you think people? A lot of people have seen Shaun of the Dead. Like I know it's a cult thing. Is that a common thing? Do you do you think Shaun of the Dead is in the lexicon of of movies that I, everyone has to see? I think I think it was it was one of those movies. It was like Fight Club for a little while. Like everyone needed to see that. But I think it's kind of disappeared. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as. I don't. I don't think. I don't think younger people are are rushing out to see it. Right now, a lot of people right. are rushing, rushing online to see it. I guess a lot of people cosplay a lot of of, of Sean. A lot of um cons, though. I noticed that. Yeah, I've seen guys with the cricket bat and the tie and the red, you know, yeah. ink on their on their pocket. Um, I, I I guess I won't say too much then about Sean on the Dead. But if we used to do when we did the Grady's when we did that show, oh. Um, we always did top five lists at the end, and I can't even remember how many times Shaun of the Dead ended up on one of my lists because it's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's uh, it's just perfect in every way, and I have my son watching it pretty regularly because it's always on some cable channel. I mean, I mean, one of the 
premium channels, HBO, Cinemax, whatever, it's on a lot. And if it's on and I pass by it, my day is derailed <laughs> because I will sit and watch it. It doesn't matter what's going on. And uh, Peter Serafinowitz is a part of that. So he's my number one and Shaun of the Dead is my number one. All right, Chris. I want to ask you, Dave, if you take your rule out, uh, no Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. what would your number one be? My number one would be William Hookins in Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's my number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, as soon as I saw that, I was like, done. He's in, yes, he's in Batman also, but Raiders is a, is a, is a greater movie, and as I saw that, and I was like, fuck it. I didn't even do, if I would have done your your guys' logic, no indie or, or, or something like that, I it would have been rough for me, but I saw indie for two choices, and Raiders is the greatest one ever, so... Dave, number one is what you said if you could pick Indiana Jones. Yeah. William Hookins as Por- uh, yeah, as Porkins. Who played Porkins? Which yeah. He was one. I think him and John Hollis were like probably one of the, the, the first two to go to maybe on our posters back in the day. We, we, we yeah, just out. Hollis, Bruce Boa. Yeah, there were there were a few that all went like within a couple months of each other. Yeah. Hookins may have been the first to die. The first to go. <laughs> yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the second greatest movie of all time. So that would, if I weren't doing what I did to make this harder on myself, yeah, I could have had number three, Last Crusade, uh, Michael Sheard and Julian Glover. Number two, Temple of Doom, because George <laughs> Lucas, George Lucas is in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's one of the uh, missionaries that stands at the uh, plane when Dan Aykroyd gets Indy and Willie on the Laoche cargo plane. George Lucas is standing in that scene. So you wouldn't you wouldn't choose uh, Beverly Cop Three. Beverly Cop Three. Hey. <laughs> no. If I were going to choose something else that he was in, I would choose. Uh, uh, he was in Follow That Bird. He was. You know what else he was in? He was in Hook. With yeah, Carrie were, Fisher, it was him and Carrie Fisher, they were the lovers on the bridge, or whatever. Kissing on the bridge, hook, hook, and follow that bird. Yeah, like I, I'm going with that all the way. Hmm. Top, but top yeah, five I, I Lucas could, appearances is our next best of five. Sure, <laughs> I, I, I could have done three, two, one, indie, indie, indie. But right. I, I was just trying to make it more interesting for myself. Okay, all right, all right, Tim. What's the best movie featuring a Star Wars actor? My number one movie features. The first person to die in The Phantom Menace, Ronald Gallagher, the, the dark-haired uh, female pilot in, the, in that cruiser ship. She plays Trudy in Pulp Fiction. Nuh-uh. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah, that's, that's Bronagh Gallagher. I didn't know that. That would have changed yeah. my whole list. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the, she's not the one with the shit in her face. No, that's my wife. That's my fucking wife. Yeah. She's the one that Eric Stoltz it's like, hey, hey, John Travolta, you can hook up with this chick if you hang around. Is she the one with all the shit in the face? <laughs> it's my fucking wife. <laughs> I didn't know that was her. Yeah. So when, uh, yeah. So when, uh, yeah, when when he gives her the the adrenaline shots of the heart, she's the one that goes, whoa. Yeah, she's just there. <laughs> she's watching it like a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Their big bowl of fruit, brute. Tim, you just blew my mind. <laughs> and she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, she was in the commitments. Remember when the commitments was a big deal? Yeah, that CD was everywhere. It was just yeah. like 
You listen to these real songs, you could hear this Irish guy sing it. Yeah. Uh, but she's, I mean, she's been in a lot of stuff over the years. I mean, some of, some of the stuff is big, some of the stuff not so big. Like she was in, she was on the P- Peter Serafinowicz show. She's been to Sherlock Holmes. She's been in Arthur Christmas. Uh, a bunch of other stuff as we get that, over her list. That is a good one. Wow. I didn't. Pulp Fiction. Have- I didn't have any idea that that was her. Like yep. we have to do that character on Star Wars and character. Like make that our next character. <laughs> we I, I'll have to find out what her name is. On uh, according to this, uh, it just says uh, Republic Cruiser Captain. So, uh, but I'm sure she has a name. We'll have to find out what her name is. I'm sure she does. Well, I'm going to go through some very quickly other honorable mentions. Uh, just because, like Tim said, there's so many. Like, there's so many people that came from Star Wars that have tiny roles, whether they even became anything else. It's fun to go through these, and that's one of the things we do on the show. If it's somebody like, I always look up and see, like, what else have they been in? So some of these people include uh, Jack Purvis was in uh, Labyrinth. Of course, James Earl Jones and Lion King and all kinds of stuff. Richard Bonehill, who just passed away, right? Yeah, uh, like a year or so ago. Yeah. Okay, we talked about him when we did Top Secret on uh, the Grady's. He's the scarecrow at the end of Top Secret when they do like this uh, Wizard of Oz joke. Uh, Paul Brook, Bridget Jones's Diary. Tony oh. Cox is in all kind of Bad Santa. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Deep Roy, The Neverending Story. Frank Oz, Spies Like Us. Brian Blessed, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Karen Knightley, of course. I was going to do her, but it's like she's in a, like all those Pirates movies. It's like she's somebody now. I right. love actually. Um, Richard Armitage was in. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like all those Hobbit movies. Uh, Max von Sydow, The Exorcist, Simon Pegg, of course, uh, you know, Shaun of the Dead, Mission Impossible. Daniel Craig is in The Force Awakens. Oh, shit. Like, I mean, yeah. Skyfall would have been in my top five. And last, <laughs> last but not least, Christian Simpson in yep. Batman Begins. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? I have none. <laughs> I uh, I wrote three down. I do, I put Tony Cox in for Bad Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put Garrick Hagen down for, for Batman. Nice. And I put Bai Ling down for The Crow. Of course, Bai Ling. <laughs> yeah, put her down, Tim, right? Uh, oh, I'll put her down. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, well, those are our lists for uh, the best five movies featuring a Star Wars actor who was not listed in the first 10 cast members on IMDb.com. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. So if, uh, if you have any that we forgot, please let us know on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go on over to iTunes and download some best of fives you're sure to find something that you like because we cover a wide range of topics um i'd like to thank my fellow co-hosts for joining us and uh like to leave you with this what is important in life is what you like not what you are like i hope today was one of your best five days bang (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening to star wars in character star wars in character is part of the neozaz.com network of podcasts for more great podcasts and original entertainment please visit www.neozaz.com star wars in character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by lucasfilm limited or 20th century fox 
Star Wars, and all Star Wars Universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.